to another episode of Chew oh. Bubblegum and Kick, Kick Ass. We are so, in uh, so masculine. Oh the middle God. of our, well, not quite the middle. We'll be in the middle, yeah, in the in, middle in, of this in, podcast, in podcast. But we're getting to the middle of our you, scene we, double. Will you uh, edit in me going, we're at the middle? When it when you determine <laughs> sure. where the middle is? Okay. Here, let me hear silent. Series. Quiet, quiet. We're at the middle. Okay. okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're in the middle of our seeing double series uh, where we ha- are watching movies where one actor is playing uh, a, a double role of some <laughs> yeah. sort. Uh, I'm one of hosts, Brett Battostain. What's up, Brett? Hey, Brett? What's up? Oh, boy. Uh, I'm another host. My name is Dylan. Hi, What's Dylan. up, Dylan? What's up? God damn it. I'm Tucker. Okay, Hello, good. Tucker. Well, and who invited this? Today we're watching seriously. my pick for our seeing double series, <laughs> 1991's Double Impact. Oh. <laughs> the, you got John Claude Van Damme. Um, That's it. And a dual seventy-five role roles in this. Jeffrey movie. Lewis, identical twin brothers, separated at birth. Alex and Chad. One of them's Alex a bad Chad. boy Alex raised on the street. Chad. That's Alex. And yeah, one the of the streets them's like, of Hong Kong. Be clear. Uh, a goody two shoes from California. Chad. Chad. His and name Ch- is Chad. Of course it is. Oh god. Okay. But he was raised in France. And yeah, then, and then, and then brought, moved to, yeah, to Hollywood. He, he right. Explain why he's got a thick French <laughs> right. yeah. accent. Yeah. Yeah. And he's raised by Jeffrey Lewis. One of the first <laughs> one of the first lines in the movie is You think I I raised you in France, but you weren't born there. Oh like just to God. get it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay. I want to just put this out there. I love this movie. I know that it's terrible. It's not good. It's so not good. The storytelling of this movie is a lot of this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. And then it ends, and nothing that they were trying <laughs> to achieve appears to have happened. Jean-Claude with <laughs> right. a machine gun sound, and Jean-Claude doing an okay sign okay. to the camera. Oh, yeah. Freeze frame, oh. yeah. and then an amazing song plays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's because they wanted it. They knew they had captured Axel Foley, and they were like, "Spot on, do the oh, same yeah. thing." So, <laughs> isn't that how the first one ends? Doesn't he do that? But at the yeah. same time, I feel like or no, that's at the that's as in the a Jean Claude Van Damme again. As a Jean Claude Van Damme fan, this movie like checks all the boxes so well <laughs> of like what makes a Jean Claude Van Damme mm. movie. Oh my god, it really does. He's I, doing the splits right away. Right, right away. away. That seems well, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after the after the googly eyed women the and prologue, his, and his the prologue explaining how they got separated at just right. after birth. But, but then, it's yeah. right away for him. For him, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As his first appearance. I feel like the prologue <laughs> should have happened later in the movie. Yeah, like a flashback. flashback. A flashback. Yeah. I should have been. It should have been like when Frank 
reunites the two brothers yeah and then you flash back to and it's like frank telling them what happened yeah that would be that'd be because it is yeah it, it's so it take the this movie takes a really long time to like get going you know what oh. i mean for like the plot to kick in and then when the plot does kick in you don't know why it's happening at <laughs> all. yeah at all. No. the whole time i was like this so they're gonna get a tunnel Yo, what? Yeah, they don't want a piece of that tunnel it's their birthright but they don't get it they do all this stuff and it has nothing to do with the tunnel at the end and you don't really understand what the tunnel is no right. and they don't and, show a tunnel like and you don't really why understand. it's so lucrative yes and you none of it makes sense understand why then they would later get a piece of it yeah. like I get in reading the plot of the movie later on Wikipedia, <laughs> I kind of was mm-hmm. able to like piece it together, but the movie does not explain no, what's going why on at all. <laughs> that's so weird to me because you could come up with, I mean, just make it like they want to take over or just have it be a revenge flick because that's what they yeah. lean into it just becoming a revenge flick, but they right. have it have something to do with the tunnel and, and needing to get them the back business, there. To, like the betrayal of the business partner. Right. And you could just have it be that, like, the parents were, like, in with the, the, gangsters. the gangsters. Yeah. yeah. And they, like, l- got they got loaned money, lent money or something, and they couldn't repay it, so they got killed. Yeah. Or they got double-crossed because the, the gang—even better if the gangsters just double-crossed them when they were supposed to become lucrative members of the thing and, like, have it just be that. Like, that—because that feels more like what makes better sense, because then the action is them— Seeking revenge for the murder of the parents. Right. But, I, but I'm tu- guessing but it has. <laughs> I'm guessing it has. I, I don't know why it's a tunnel. Yeah. I, I mean, make it a building or something. Like, I don't know what the incentive there was other than to make them like good guys, air quotes, so that they and don't also, have to be like cheering for ultimately bad guys. The bad business partner that orchestrates the double cross, like, <laughs> you have so many other ways of getting people out. And like screwing people over in business. Yeah, but the best way is to just murder them from far away with guns. (laughs) Yeah, get get in with the the Chinese mafia and uh, have them put a hit out on them. When you could just do like a hostile takeover. Yeah, and you know, oh my goodness, if it's like such a big business thing, there's like shareholders and stuff. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a board. Yeah, Yeah. and they've got their private. <clears throat> bodyguard played by Jeffrey Lewis, yeah. right? Oh Who's yeah, like Frank. Frank from the he's a Clint Eastwood buddy. He's right? a character like he's, actor. He's been but I only things. basically only know him from Clint Eastwood movies. He's Juliet right? Lewis's dad. He's always yeah. Is he for real? Yeah. Oh okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But he's just oh, always really? he's yeah. just that always always Clint Eastwood's somebody in a Clint Eastwood movie for right. for decades, right? Yeah. He's in Tango and Cash and uh, yeah, <laughs> Tango and Cash. Stuff, yeah, he but, he pops up, but he's up. not a James Bond character. No, and that's kind of how they're when presenting him at the beginning. When he flips, that, he swings that convertible around at oh the beginning. Oh my gosh! I'm like, whoa, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. Jeff look yeah. at you. Take it easy. Okay, Tucker, I do want to do a quick test with you. Okay. Uh, so this movie has a 33 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you mm. feel like that is accurate or no? <laughs> <laughs> what's the to what's positive the, to negative reviews? Like yeah, it has yeah. 33% positive reviews? Yeah. That seems high to me, but well, okay. no, but that's just, a, but that's a combination of of critic uh, and, and audience. audience. What is the audience and critics? Score? Because we are among audience. 
No, so I, we I, would be like, yeah. I'm guessing that the 33% is weighted because of higher audience scores and extremely low critic score. I would score. imagine. It's a 42% audience score and 33% um, oh. critic score. Critic score based on 21 reviews. So is 42% based on 25,000 ratings. Wow. I mean, it is a really bad movie. <laughs> now, the I reason mean, I now, ask is just because you've said that, like, because D- Dylan and I have said that, like, this often, is accurate. oftentimes, like, the rating is fairly accurate yeah. even I, though it's I not think, exact yeah. i mean that exact. It's not exact. i mean as far as gauging positive to negative sure but it gives you no reasoning and so therefore it's not very relevant to me because 33 percent. i would imagine that 33 percent is like this is dumb but jean-claude van damme is so fun to watch and oh he's God. really charismatic and it's a good time you know yeah and, and i'm on that i'm on board with that but if i was like looking to see like what do people think? Oh, 33%. No. So that would give me a bad impression, whereas I'm like, I would probably enjoy that. Sure, but so in I terms don't, of I don't like, go by it. I'm but, not saying it's not accurate. I'm saying it doesn't mean anything to me. But <laughs> but I use it to determine whether I feel like spending the time exactly. and spending the money to drive up to a movie and go see it in the theater. If, if I look and, up and it's 33%, I'm like... And I do not. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I don't do that. Sure. And because I, I want to see the movie or I don't already. Oh, and I'm not going to no. look at critics before I go. Really, I feel for me, honestly, it's usually more with like fran- franchise movies sure. it, is oh, when I'll look up like the Rotten too, Tomatoes yeah. score. Like mm. if it's like a Marvel movie and a Marvel movie has like a 96 percent or something, then I'm probably going to be more You'd probably enjoy it. Interested in checking it out. Yeah. And if it's got a low score, I'll probably wait till it's streaming and then right. maybe watch <laughs> bits and pieces of it. Yeah. As and I'm my Marvel making... policy is, is it directed by someone I'm interested in? <laughs> what? Because then I'll see it. Yeah. Otherwise, what? not interested. No, what movie? Oh, it was the Charlie Day movie. I Oh, yeah. I was like, I really want to see it. I want to see it. And I saw the scores and I was like, that tells me it's probably not great. Do you yeah. think you would have enjoyed it more had you not looked no. at those scores? No, not at all. I understood. Would have been given no. it more of a chance. I didn't not give it a chance. No. I still wound up going yeah. to the theater eventually. I just didn't go the night that I was mm-hmm. trying to weigh it's, it out. But and you I, let your I, excitement for it wane because no, of, I, yeah. I had already like registered because I mean I love Charlie, but I yeah. can as- appreciate that he's not necessarily going to knock it out of the park just because I I think yeah. he's great, <laughs> and he didn't. But and also, I, and I understand all of the flaws, and I was like, I see what he's going for, and I mm-hmm. see where he's missing, and. I enjoyed it a lot, but I also was like, I wish you know what happens with me in situations like that, where it doesn't really diminish it for me, but I do go in, uh, with the idea of being like, well, this could just be my opportunity to tell people how stupid they are for not liking it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, No, I, and I was hoping for that. I was, I was holding like MacGruber is like the star spangled version of that for me of like that. I was holding out for that. Yeah. I remember when it was like coming out, it had like a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes and then I watched it and I was like, I can't believe how idiotic everybody is for not thinking this is the best comedy ever made. How does this not have only positive reviews? (laughs) You know what I mean? But did you see that the Charlie Day movie? No, I haven't watched it yet. But one more, one more thing about that though is like with really good movies, or really interesting movies tend to be really polarizing. So mm, you sure. might, you know, if Kubrick movies had to deal with Rotten Tomatoes scores, they'd probably be like 50%. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, oh, doesn't sound very good. You know, well, but it's like, it's because, you know, a lot of people, uh, when, when a movie's really good, like sometimes I'll watch something and I'll be like, it was okay. And then I'll see it again. Yeah, I'll be but like, holy fuck. That Diane Kale was out there yeah. 
fucking everybody Pauline up. Kale. Or Pauline Kale was out there fucking everybody up. With yeah, but that. she oh. was writing real criticism. I mean, at least it was like thoughtful. It wasn't a percentage to look at. You know what, though? <laughs> you know what, though? You can go into what? criticism if you want. You can. Um, A lot of times, direct, if there's like a director or a filmmaker or like a writer or something that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. and they have a movie that's sitting <laughs> like at like right around like 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. That is intriguing to me because yeah. that happened with like the movie Only God Forgives, yeah. the Nicholas Winding Refn mm-hmm. uh, follow up to Drive, the one with Ryan Gosling, yeah, and yeah, he's like yeah, in yeah. Bangkok, yeah, Bangkok. Sure. Um, and that movie I remember being Tie-in. like uh, when it was screened at like you mean that double impact ripoff? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> I think when it was at screened at like TIFF or something like that. Uh, well, everybody hated it. Everybody hated yeah. it, and I watched it and I was like. I'm kind of yeah, vibing is, with yeah. this. This is cool and weird. Yeah. I don't get it, and I understand mm-hmm. that it's a lot of like kind of just like artistry for the sake of artistry, yeah. and to kind of just like make it look cool and atmospheric and well, stuff, and leaning into just letting you fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and even like a lot of times, like stuff that's like just arty for the sake of being arty can rub me the wrong way. Sure. I, I agree, but, but that I didn't, movie didn't. I didn't rub feel me the like, wrong way. But I, I just. I also it don't. Seemed like, oh, it seemed a whole of what it was, and it mm-hmm. felt. I don't feel like it was being arty just for the sake of being arty. I don't. I didn't walk away with that impression. It it was using the the uh, format to the extent that it can. Right, I mean, it's a visual yeah. format, and yeah. like it's that's what I mean. Like it 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 presents a story that you expect to go a certain way and then doesn't fill in any real blanks as to why it's not going that way. And then doesn't give you the gratification that you expect from a movie. Like sure. That. <laughs> so I like that part of it. But now in regards to double impact. Mm. Uh, oh, I was the, talking about double impact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to say too. So Van Damme wanted to do this movie because he really, he thought people were going to start getting bored of him only doing action movies. So he really wanted to like flex his acting muscles by playing two, two parts. Part, two different. He does a good job. For John Claude Van Damme, I never had a problem distinguishing the two people. Nah, one's got his hair slicked back. <laughs> <laughs> that slicks back real nice. And the I, other one says the F word a lot. Considering that not, there isn't not a fuck, whole lot there no, anyway. That's, that's the slick back one. He says the F word. Yeah, I know. I did, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them. But I considering said, there isn't a whole lot to work with, I thought he did a, a very good job yeah. for Jean Claude. Yeah, I thought he pulled it off. He pulls yeah, it I off. Agree. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, tell us what the thing Here's is. Here's the thing. I've got a lot of no, no. But the first thing that popped into my head as I'm watching the movie, like I don't remember it all. The opening, I'm like, what in the fuck is this? Yeah. And then the splits thing, and he's like in there teaching dance with the girls. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's all, all the girls are just so horny for him. Oh, you know they like, just shot that for his Oscar clip. <laughs> yeah. Oscar clip. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Van Damme said that he's more of a Chad than an Alex in real life. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, a Chad. Seems, okay. He, no, he does like seem like more, more of a Chad. Chad. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought the other I way. I was like, yeah. I don't think so, pal. Yeah. Um, but we did the podcast, the Claude cast. Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Pod Van Damme. Jean Pod. Jean, yeah. Whatever it was. <laughs> yes, that. How long ago was that? That was a while. You know, eight it was years a while ago, seven, ago eight man. Years ago. Yeah. Not that long ago. I had zero at recollection of what this movie was did about. Did you do all his movies? No, or we didn't. We did. We got like eight or ten, right? So what we did, what we did for uh, there, I don't think it's out there really anymore. Yeah. But there's a couple episodes still on like SoundCloud or something. But what we did was we. This was truly we, innovative. <laughs> we're trying to decide what the most Jean-Claude Van Damme of his movies 
was. And so we went through his filmography and just picked the ones that we thought most exemplified who Jean Claude Van Damme. Mm. Like, what we, makes a Jean Claude Van Damme movie? What did you? Determine? We did it, well. We did it by a Sweet Sixteen style. So yeah. Then we, so we then bracketed we bracketed up. them up together and put them together. I, did we do something to determine how we were going to? Well, we never finished the podcast. Well, yeah, because 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 uh, <laughs> I uh, moved. Do you have any finalists? Or well, you and Kaz, both. <laughs> yeah, of we, Kaz and I moved away for yeah. a while. And... No, and. But I mean, didn't we work. figured out some way to like, you know, come up with two movies that need to go side by side and compete against each other. And we were going to do the bracket style, but I don't think we ever got through. I think we got through the eight movies. Like yeah. The Sweet 16. And I think that's as far as we got. We never got to the second round because these guys took yeah, off by then. Exactly. Um, we were going to like take a break to yeah. do the second round. And then we, the break just was indefinite. They're still yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it. if only one of you guys had moved away. I would have been, been able to keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. Both, both y'all leaving. Oh, uh, we can do it sidebar. now easily. Sure. The thing quick is. sidebar because it just popped into my brain. Did you guys see that? Um, it's not a movie, but John Carpenter's got a Peacock limited series coming out. I did out, see and he's that. directing an episode of it. But, oh, yeah. And it was like the unscripted series I kept seeing in the descriptions. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And they finally put out a trailer. And it seems as though it's called John Carpenter's Suburban Screams, I think. Yeah. And it's six different stories and it's like a real person telling this horror story that they're a survivor of. But then it's like shot like a movie, like the reenactment looks like a movie. So, but why anyway, why would you call that unscripted? Because that sounds very scripted. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess because the people telling the story are not going by a script. Are they doing it like drunk history style? I hope so. Oh, so it's just someone telling their dumbass story, and then, and then the actors it. are like mouthing along <laughs> with the story. And I'm it's like kill some you. story about real people being murdered. It's oh, like really awful. That's that's. But yeah. anyway, John Carter. It's the first time he's directed anything, and like 13 years or something. So yeah, since the Ward. Yeah. So okay. I thought thought it was yeah. relevant. Cool. Wow. We are doing everything we can not to talk about this. Okay, movie. back to Double okay. Impact. I gotta talk. I do want to talk about Double Impact because here's the thing. <laughs> That's what uh, the podcast is there, about. <laughs> there's like, I've seen this movie probably mm, six times. Wow. Nice. So you did not have that uh, that that experience of truly not. I had well, no, no memory no, no, no. of any of the action. You gotta let me, you gotta Maybe let me finish, brother. Okay. Okay. I every time I watch it. It's like watching it for the first time. Okay, that makes because sense. There's a lot that I don't remember. There's yeah. a few things that just are like fucking ingrained in my mind because this was like an early Van Damme movie for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like we had it on VHS when I was a kid and I just like the cover of it is so distinct. I don't know if you guys remember mm -hmm. it, but it's like the two Van Dams like back to back. Yeah. Oh yeah, one of them's got like holding up that giant handgun. Yeah, Alex. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I have it pulled up, and it says "Feel the impact," and it's all like neon colors. Yes. And... This is in that sweet spot of fucking action movies too. Yes, this and is I, so fucking I, stupid. I remember watching this movie and just being like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't remember. And then like when we watched it for Jean-Paul Van Damme, uh -huh. didn't remember anything about it. Yeah. And then the few things that I remembered was like uh, Bolo Young, like lifting up the barrels yeah. and like throwing uh -huh. the barrels at him. Oh I remembered God. that. I remembered him doing the splits at the beginning. <laughs> I remembered, um, uh, like I remembered... Like the some of the scenes on the beach, like at their, like at the final attack, mm -hmm. when like Frank and Danielle get kidnapped, like af right. after they have their big blowout, like Alex and Chad don't want anything to do with each other anymore. Which is 
so dumb, so asinine. Well, it's really dumb because there. This movie never has the thing that you would do in this movie, which is like get develop their relationship and give them start giving them reasons to like each other. And yeah. they never no. do that. They never bother. <laughs> no, but then they just kind of have them like each other at the end. Yeah, yeah. for no reason. Yep. No reason at well, all. They save the day, and now they're now they, they are, save the now day. Brothers, but they don't. What like? All the action in this movie, none of the action in this movie makes any sense. <laughs> no, it does not. It makes I, no I love sense. It all so it's amazing. Much. Yeah. Even from the first introduction to uh, Chad yeah. teaching the, the aerobics class or the dance class, which we only see because because clearly we've seen John claude Van Damme dance. He can't dance. So they just insinuate Kick that he's boxer. teaching dancing, but right, he's not breaking. actually showing. He's just wearing a leotard and, and leg warmers. Right, and it's with the plunging line that we the plunging almost line. see his oh, nipples. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he looks great. He looks great, and then he's got to go and teach. I'm into it. And then yeah. Frank comes in and is like, "Go down and teach the karate class because it's a dance studio, karate studios apparently." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's that guy in the pink gi, yeah, who's being a bully. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's new. He's just kicking the shit out of people. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and it's just so the man, one. So Alex or Chad needs to come down. Um, and like, let's be honest. He's a giga Chad. <laughs> he's a giga Chad. Uh, yeah. but he comes in and like tells him what for and like does like a power kick to his chest or something and blasts yeah. well, him no, away. He gets the guy. He's like, show me what you're doing. And the guy like tries to kick him once. And I mean, that's the magic power of both Alex and Chad. Although Chad mainly like Alex doesn't seem to really do any martial arts. He's just a gun guy. He does some good martial arts. He's like punches and stuff, but Chad is the one who's doing the jump kicks and yeah, shit. Yeah, right. because he's like an actual karate guy. Right. He's learned karate yeah. and teaches karate. Which, Alex again- was raised on the streets, and so he's just tough as nails, but right. he's not like a karate guy. Yeah, he doesn't do karate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's part of the acting of- Yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. I, I appreciated that he was trying to distinguish. He's got the, the more yeah. whatever, swishy type character, because yeah. they use the F-bomb in there a couple times. Mm-hmm. To describe him, so uh, yeah. I only remember it once. It's Is it just once? Twice. I thought it was twice. No, oh, it's at okay. least twice. Yeah, but regardless, Maybe that's the it one. Might have been three. Or, it's my least favorite or, thing about the movie. Well, yeah, sure. But for 1991, Van Damme, that's pretty progressive to come out and be like, "Yeah, but this guy's more like me." And the True. guy who he's like. When you think about like, it, it's only used as much as it is in Bogus Journey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Although in this movie, it's more directly as yeah. a slur. Yeah. And then negative. Right. Um, where was I going? Oh, just that whole fucking opening thing. And he kicks the guy. Because <laughs> his superpower is if he kicks you, you, you out. Like oh, one yeah. kick, you're down. You're potentially dead. I believe it. Just yeah. one kick. One kick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the other one of my all-time favorite parts of this movie is too is like oh the other thing i appreciate about this movie though is that he allows himself to get beat up a lot yes he does which i appreciate yes and when he gets beat up by uh bolo yeah by the way i love bolo young he's He's that dude rules he's got such a fucking unique look to him when he's just badass and And he's in and at that point he's making part at that point he'd been making these kind of movies for 25 years van damme like for like strong-armed bolo into this movie what does that mean like he was like adamant that he played kicked him in the chest no <laughs> they, became, they became buds during blood sport sure and so when this movie was being made van damme was like i want bolo to be oh okay so he lead. like he like yeah. made 
made it happen for yeah, him. I thought yeah. you were making like strong armed Bolo into doing it. And he's like, I don't need to be in no, any no, more no. He like forced his, his hand kids. to like get Bolo in the <laughs> That's movie. good. Yeah. That, I love that. Yeah. And, and I love that. And they have another fight and like watching well, Van Damme is co-writer, co-producer of this. Like he's, this is his baby. Great. Well, with with Great. Bolo, yeah. when Bolo, when he does like the spin kick to Bolo and Bolo ducks down and punches him in the In dick, the balls. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. It's also precisely what he does in Bloodsport. Oh, well, I guess so. Yeah, it's the exact <laughs> same fight. Just a callback. Um, but I love it. Yeah, I, oh, I think it's, it's great. It looks wonderful. so painful. It looks yeah. so hard. What and... what also kind of bugs me. And oh, I we're feel talking like... about we're talking about stuff that what? bug us about. Yeah, this what movie? are you talking about? Yeah, okay, sorry. nothing bugs me. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> you know what I love is anytime Van Damme's talking, it's great. Oh yeah, every oh, yeah. piece of dialogue that it's he has. Amazing. It's great. Mm-hmm. What's it supposed to do? Make my dick bigger? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Do you, the part where um uh, uh Alex's girlfriend mistakes Danielle. Chad. Oh yeah, for for him and takes him into the Everybody back room. Everybody mistakes him for him. That's right. Like that's a that's a funny Three's Company moment. Yeah. But then the when she like undoes his pants, oh and my puts God. her hand down his pants, and uh and he goes, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that part's great. I like. How about the the awesome sex scene that they throw in there? Oh, but truly no music. Not happening. It's, it's just it's a not, dream it's sequence. Just the other guy getting jealous it's and drinking. Old, it's old, imagine. Oh my god, it. that whole scene is amazing. So where he's good. Just immediately leaps to a. Chad just doesn't take two seconds to leave a note. Hey, gonna go do this. <laughs> right. Just yeah. takes off and then. Yeah. So of course Alex has to assume that Danielle is fucking him. Yeah. And so yeah. He, just he ran off to fuck his, my girlfriend. Just starts <laughs> in the middle of all this. whiskey. Oh, just and the, going the great thing about it too is that like <laughs> we're gonna have a huge fight tomorrow, but I'm drinking half a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Well, and tough as nails. The best part about it too is <laughs> oh my god, like Van Damme is such a re- like renowned womanizer. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah, just the, the the man himself, the man himself. Mm-hmm. Like especially just, at this point. At this point, yeah, he's doing so much blow at this point. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. That's, a, that's what the story is. He's just like trying to pay off his blood. <laughs> <laughs> and every Van Damme movie has to have like a yeah. preposterous sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least they make this one a dream sequence so that it, they can give up. Like it, it, it's fine for it to be all weird like it is. Because yeah. if it was supposed to be them actually in, you know, whatever, having their moment makes no sense but it, it, it's just funny because then when it pops up you're just like oh god damn it this is just an excuse for van damme to have a sex scene oh yeah yeah because yeah, he yeah. just has to have and is that one. well you know think... by when she goes and changes out of her thing out of her, whatever she's wearing and gets naked or is that that's earlier in that because right? there's also a scene right, where they almost just show, right before but is that part of right. that dream sequence no. or is that no because okay, it, either way that's just I'm happening just like, either way i was just like that's just why for our are benefit, we show- apparently. Yeah, of course i'm yeah. like what in the fuck? And Danielle is <laughs> yeah. so the actress is so awkward yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she doesn't know how to move on screen naturally no. or anything. Well, so, yeah. nothing so she's given to do makes any sense. Well, no, it's just preposterous. The whole thing is dumb. Yeah. So they I, wh- do we bother with this plot? I mean, well, what do we do oh, here? First, while well, we're still on the Jean Claude Van Damme sex scenes and stuff, I distinctly remember as a you know like early like teenager when he was really hot, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing middle-aged women talking about Van Damme. They loved him. Yeah. He had a oh, well, big he's... big part of his audience was that. And, like, I remember my dad's girlfriend at the time being like, I, just, I went and saw something that he was in. And she was like, she's like, does he show his butt? And I'm like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> she's like, okay, I'm going. And, like, like, that was the thing. Like, he yeah. had to deliver. Yeah. He had he to be was, naked. He was the hot one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, totally. Ar- and Arnold was the star, like, yeah. had the star power. S- Stallone kind of had, like, the art, I dare to say, like, the artistic uh, yeah. uh, mind. Like, he was, yeah, he was the writer. Yeah. <laughs> Seagal was, like, I don't know. What, do you have to put Seagal in this? I mean, he was around. Seagal was a doofus. I don't think he was, don't think he was anywhere uh, near that. Chuck level, Norris though. was like the Ameri- like the Texas, like the yeah, American. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? He's the raw, raw American guy. Yeah, and then Van Damme was like the cute one. Yeah, like he was the one that he was like the muscles from Brussels, man. But the, yeah. like, that women loved. Women like loved women him, were yeah. like horny for him because he, he would was wear quite hot. Yeah, I know. And he would it wear tights. Yeah, and he would wear tights. And, and he would splits. Yeah, he was well, flexible as hell. Because I mean. Stallone. Just he didn't just like come weird. in. Stallone. Well, was weird everybody, looking. like all those action guys, just come in and they're like, Bleh. and Van Damme's all like, "Hey guys, I'm charming. Woo! He's yeah. charming. He's dancing and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's much more himself. Yeah, he's more charming than any of them. And having like he always seemed to be having like a good time with his movies. I also knew a middle aged like woman that really, really thought <laughs> that really thought Seagal was hot, and she <clears throat> get this. <laughs> Was a moron. (laughs) 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 So there you go. So, (laughs) but in like the late '80s, Seagal was at least not physically unappealing yet. Yeah, he was. He was still a tall, Uh, lean, like presumably muscular guy. I would say this was like late '90s. Oh well, then that's woman. That's preposterous. That's pretty weird. That's not okay. Seagal was handsome, like in the day. Like he was a handsome guy, but he wasn't like sexy. Like Van Damme was sexy. Van Damme was sexy. And he's like, he's muscular. He's just, he's built fucking solid and his muscles are toned. And And he's the horniest. Like in his movies, he's the horniest. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. Like the other guys, like Schwarzenegger didn't really, he was always kind of like asexual. Mm-hmm. Like you could almost never even like um even he would have love interests in the movies, but you could almost never imagine him like consummating the relationship. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean Conan he fucks a couple of times, but Yeah, but that's not really That's not a trademark of Schwarzenegger though. You oh, know gosh, what I mean? No, 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 no. 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 That's I what I can that, disagree with. That's that, what yeah. I mean. No, is yeah. like Schwarzenegger was like he he wasn't like sexy in the same like, way. The no. sexiest scene that he's in is Uh-oh. when Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, yeah, is dancing. Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and like, he's completely he's deceiving not, her. When you yeah. see and his butt, no sex. when you see his butt in the Terminator movies, it's not like sexy. Like, well, no, but you know what I mean. I, I do know what you mean. And, yeah, you couldn't but with you Van... could masturbate that fast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't sexy. I was still able to get off to it. <laughs> but Van no, Dam, but Van Damme, yeah, 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 he's like cute yeah. and sexy, and well, got like boyish charms. Yeah, he seems cool, like. Yeah, you, you want to hang out. You want to do blow. Well, you don't want to hang out with Steven Seagal. <laughs> Not no. at all. Ever. Right. What? What? <sighs> but okay. So Sorry, let's I, do. Let's I, go through the plot. I, a little or bit. any of those guys. No. Let's go. But through. he almost seems like he'd be fun. Let's go through the plot yeah, a little. Just bit. Comes off of him. Yeah, a- and I feel like he has a good sense of humor about himself. Yeah, More especially as that's been born today. out. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. in later years especially. But yeah. even but even back then, I feel like he had a good sense of humor about himself. You know what I mean? Like even in like this movie, like the fact that like. Alex can like make fun of Chad and Chad is just like unfazed by it. Yeah. And like for Van Damme to identify more as like Chad, like yeah. 
that's kind of what he, I mean. Yeah, he's able to make fun of himself. Yeah. a bit more, and I yeah, feel like I can't he, see. I, I could see Schwarzenegger maybe doing something like this, but definitely not Van Damme. Well, Schwarzenegger has a sense of humor. Schwarzenegger has a sense of humor about himself too. Asshole guy. I can't. Seagal. Seagal. No. Yeah, he has no sense of humor. He has no sense of humor. about anything. He wants to be taken very seriously. So does so does Stallone. Stallone, I can't see him doing like even when he tries to do comedy stuff, he's still got to be kind of cool and serious. Yeah, for sure. I can't see him doing. I think the one exception to that is rhinestone and i'll make sure it at some no point. that's a good point he, he does but that's a very kind of that's this. a that's all which Stallone's is filmography yeah. and then there's rhinestone right like that's not in and oscar right and that are, he like it's the exception to the rule and oscar yeah. don't forget oscar um i do want right. to go through the plot a little bit just kind Come of on. like touching on different parts <laughs> please do let's um, do it please so go. they're separated at birth they got the whole mm-hmm. tunnel thing that we've touched on the parents are murdered by their business partner and a, a Chinese drug lord guy. Yeah. Um, and so. And Frank uh, scars. Bo- Boon, what's his Bolo? name? Bolo Young. Bolo Young. Like, his name is Moon yeah. in the movie. Mames it's pretty him. gruesome. Yeah. yeah Mames yeah. him in the face. So he's got all, he's all scarred up and stuff. But one of the like. Um, Inexplicably, 25 years pass and nobody ages except for the Van Damme twins. And Frank <laughs> oh, yeah. takes That's one true. of the kids, right? Like t- Frank takes one of the kids and then another kid ends well, up yeah, in the an nanny, orphanage. Well, yeah, the nanny has both the kids orphanage. and Frank is saving them and he's like, get those kids out of here. And she runs off and What's then one? she just left one of the babies in the yeah. car seat, which that's fine. Like she just save what you ran. can. Yeah, she's yeah. panicked. Um, and he saves the other one. Yeah, so they're separated. And even though they're catching a lot of fire, the minute they run behind a couple of uh, palm fronds, they're completely disappeared. Yeah. They're on base. Yeah. 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 They're on base. That's time out, guys. That's time out. The guys out. coming after them to kill them are not going to take chase through yeah. the palm fronds. Ah! Oh, shit. We lost them. They just, <laughs> they're probably right over there. It's, it's just really a beach. No, right no, 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 no. Don't, don't bother. <laughs> they're gone. They're long gone by now. It's like in Wet Hot. But I can when, see them. It's like in Wet Hot when Joe Latruglio gets to the hay bale. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. She's <laughs> too good. Uh, and, like, give, yeah, giving him, like, a nod of respect yeah. for getting over the nice hay bale. <laughs> yeah. Um, Son of so, a but bitch. then 25 years pass. Oh, they, 20, don't, but, they don't tell you how much time, but at some point there's a reference to 25. It sure. says 25 years later. It does. It mm-hmm. says 25 years we're, we're in Hollywood and it's like, boom, but, psh, I didn't, guys, I, I love that I didn't okay, clock it. I have a question. I have a big, I have a giant question. Okay. So, oh. Frank. Gets received some pictures parts. of Alex. <laughs> it is Alex, yeah. That's what. And I, so I wasn't and Frank looking is closely. Like, yep, it's definitely him. And yeah. then he decides. So then he gets Chad and is like, "We have to go to take Hong care. Kong. We have to go to Hong Kong to take care of something." What? He says, "You have another business there to run." Yeah, you have another business there to run. So the tunnel. <laughs> the tunnel. The tunnel. So, but what somehow, does that have to do with Alex? Wouldn't he presume that Alex is dead? And if Alex is alive, how does that change anything for their present circumstance? That's could, what I mean. I have could no they idea. Ha- at any time have gone and like reclaimed the tunnel? Yeah. Or they need Alex to do it? Right. I don't. Somewhere in there, there's this insinuation of birthright that yeah. Frank is operating under. And even when he explains the whole thing, and Danielle, Alex's girlfriend, kind of throws out there the like legality of like, I don't think that that. You, you still need some kind of claim on it. And Frank just says, I don't need that. I've got, I've got, Two Van I've got Dams. the history or something. <laughs> two of them. But like, do you see what I'm saying? I mean, she's There's like, two of them. she's very plainly explaining like that's not how the like world works. <laughs> yeah. You can't just come in and say, 
I know this belongs to these two guys because I was there. <laughs> and that's kind of what he said. He does say that. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I don't need that stuff. I was there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think this might be stupid. Is I think. Problem. Yeah, I think. But, but it's not a problem. I love it. There's so many aspects of it that like that doesn't take a lot of thought to correct. No. <laughs> like. I know. Just have him have a satchel that has information in it. And he's got, I've got the information in this (laughs) satchel. And you don't even have to show us. Just know that it's in there. Or like proof that the parents were murdered. Something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that gives it the birthright. That implicates Griffin or whatever. Oh my gosh. But they just move forward because this is like... This is and Bane. Then, this is this, this is this and is the this Simpsons happens. Bane, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. Just action's yeah. gonna happen, and it's gonna fucking be awesome for awesome uh, sake. Uh, like like I said, it's just this happens, and then this and happens, this happens yeah. and then this happens. Yeah, because then there's the happens. Three's Company mistaking, or this is after that. Like, yeah. so they've they've had the mistake, and then Alex brings Chad and Frank on a nefarious car deal. He's gonna yeah. trade some car with. A couple of Mercedes Benz with trunks full of cigarettes to some <laughs> some other black black uh, uh, market guys, and for whatever reason, the solution is that Chad has to Dump drive him. both the two cars into the bay, which and then make them explode. <laughs> well, that just feels like an afterthought. He was just trying to dump them to get to for the weight yeah. of the boat to be lighter. I assumed. I I can't imagine the plan was put him in there and then shoot the gas tank like. A, I don't think you can hit the gas tank from the top of the car shooting down. I think you're going to have a hard time. Well, but cars just ex- in, they actually, just explode. In the 90s, cars just, just explode. explode. Yeah, That's if a you good hit point. them a you, little too hard, yeah, if you just, boom, they just explode. They're done. Yeah. That's why it's so... And yeah. I love in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> when, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> Mac, and <laughs> Mac and Charlie are trying to stage it like they died in a, a car wreck. <laughs> So they uh they are they're shooting the gas tank and they just like keep <laughs> no, shooting it and they're like what is going on? It's supposed to... <laughs> like as they're walking toward they're walking towards it because getting Matt closer and it. closer. And Charlie's like, well, when it explodes, it's gonna blow us to safety. <laughs> <laughs> and then they throw a grenade in. They get a grenade from a pawn shop, throw the grenade in the car, and it's just just like. And they just and then uh, they crash yeah. it and they keep trying to make it explode. <laughs> and it's these cars, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and nothing they do will make it explode. Oh, it's so awesome. That's good. Um, so yeah, then that uh, happens, and then that's and like Danielle is sent to go find information because she so works just, for right. Griffin for Griffin, and so she's just there's a few scenes of her just rifling through filing cabinets, right. and that fucking badass. America Gladiator woman is she from American Gladiator? She sure seems like I'm it. Not sure. She's I'm 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 well infatuated with her. She is she's her name is Kara. She's, she's played by Karina Everson. She's awesome. She's awesome. She is like fit she as won fuck. Miss Olympia six years in a row from 1984 to 1989. She's awesome. I think she's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, she is. She is. She's a terrific. good villain. She's, she's like a, a good Bond type villain. Well, yeah, you and, know? Yeah. and the fights they give her like she's pretty fucking tough i really appreciate that for a movie from 1991 to not mm-hmm. just have her be dispensed with quickly like yeah she like badass. holds her own against alex yeah. you know yeah yeah and he gets to have her fucking squeezing his head with her thighs come mm-hmm. on now that's terrific yeah it's... i'm down <laughs> yeah i'm into it yeah, sure pop I, my head I'd swap places <laughs> with him pop my head <laughs> i'd swap places with her <laughs> with oh, i mean uh, with him, him, him with him 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> but okay, so 
Yeah, and so we she gets introduced because she's just like menacingly like scares Danielle out of rifling through the filing cabinet yeah. anymore, which again ends an audience you're supposed to what appreciate. So she's looking for evidence. I, what, what evidence is she <laughs> looking know. for? The deed to the tunnel. <laughs> the deed to the tunnel. Because then soon after that. She just finds like a note like from the snowman where it's like. Yeah. Oh, shit. Alex and like written in crayon. Alex and Chad, you could have saved them. <laughs> shit. I this found tunnel, it. This tunnel belongs to Alex and Chad who are now dead. Yeah. <laughs> so somewhere yeah. in there they decide they have to go to some secret lair on the other mm. side of Hong Kong. Yeah, like an, an abandoned island. like base. of. They need like a base of operations. For some reason. And it's got to be at this hotel that's run down. That's it's obviously where movies are filmed in Hong Kong. So they just are like, <laughs> I mean, here's from the outside, so we can just show you. Yeah, I get it makes sense in the way that like if the people like if Griffin and Zhang know that they're that, after him, that they're there, that they're alive, right? That they're gonna be that they're gonna be after like trying it to kill. Makes them. sense if there is a reason for them to be upset with the two babies being alive as twenty five years later, but there is none. So that doesn't really make sense. Well, it makes sense in that they would be like it, potentially like they know that they're coming there to like expose sure. their secrets. I mean, nothing about the plot supports what you're saying, but as a movie audience, yes, we know this. <laughs> right? <It's> okay. <laughs> yeah. and, well, Zhang knows Alex. Well, and he yeah, already Zang, knows. Well, because Alex, like Alex is like Alex is like, and Alex is no, no, no. It's Hong Kong, isn't it? I thought it was Hong Kong. Oh yeah, oh, Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Um, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. It's on. It's on Hong Kong. Right? It's in Hang Dong. No, and and Alex is is a is like a mid level like street guy. Like, I, how do you yeah. describe him? Like, he has respect, right? Like when Chad and Frank show up and Alex isn't there to whatever that gambling facility is, people are like coming over and like paying yeah. respect to Chad, yeah. thinking he's Alex and. <clears throat> That's the whole yeah. mistaken identity with Danielle. And then later, Zhang's goons come and pick up Chad, thinking he's Alex, and take him somewhere to explain their entire operation to him <laughs> in some logic that says, now that you understand what we're doing, we want you to be a part of it. And Alex just says, uh, Chad, Chad just says, go fuck yourself. I've got a better idea. Go, go fuck, fuck yourself. <laughs> Which also doesn't make sense. Just... All of the action would make better sense if he was going along with it, and yeah. then they're going to show up and double cross him. Yeah. But instead, they come up with some reason why, because gangsters kill you if you change your mind after they've just told you all the things, right? They're not going to let him live. Right. Chad and Alex aren't geniuses, but also the movie is the a movie's genius. not yeah. genius, and it's so an it excuse to have that first fight between yeah Bolo and Bolo Van and Van Dam, and and I I do love that he gets his ass kicked. Like, yeah, I love that like. He's not like Van Damme isn't so yeah, vain yeah. that he's going to be like yeah, an he's... unstoppable, immovable force. No, throughout yeah, the he, movie. he acknowledges he's just one guy against like six guys and one of them's fucking Bolo. Yeah. And I like the the like awkward fashion at that time. Like, I feel like it was so oh uncomfortable. God. Nobody could figure out how to dress, how to be. So all the bad guys are the wearing worst. those suits and none of them look like they know how to carry themselves in a suit right and it's not just that like the suit them suits themselves are uncomfortable fitting well like the the seam like the shoulder to arm seam is like halfway down their arm like their their bicep it it seems like it's very weird and i don't think that's a costume director's problem i think that's how how clothes clothes were 100 just look terrible yeah yeah 
clothes they, were, they were bad. Kara is the only one who's got an outfit that still holds up. The, leather pants. The leather pants and like skin tight leather outfit. The like very late eighties into the mid first 90s. few years of the nineties. Yeah, it was the worst clothes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when my dad got married, and I I have that I had that suit forever. Yeah. I got a new worst suit. Hair, like, worst clothes. Yeah. And yeah. I like I was so fuck. I was like, man, I look so fucking good in this suit. Like looking back <laughs> at those pictures, it's. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did want to uh, mention that the di- it was directed by and like co-produced and co-written by uh, Sheldon uh, Letich. Let Letich. Yeah, give it to me, Sheldon. He's done a lot of stuff, like a lot of stuff with Van Dam. He's written a lot of stuff. Sure. He's okay. directed a few things. He directed. Uh, he wrote um, Bloodsport. Hmm. Uh, wrote Rambo Three. He edited Cyborg, the Van Dam movie. Directed Lionheart, the Van Damme movie. We did we, both of those. We right? did. Uh, we did both of them. Yeah, yeah. for Jean Pod Van Damme. Lionheart was not good. No. Um, did I love it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lo- I don't, was there any of those that we didn't <laughs> love? I think we loved them all. Yeah, we liked, any I, of them. <laughs> good? We, we loved. Uh, I mean, JCVD was really. Good. Oh yeah. Yeah, that movie's awesome. Yeah, that's true. Uh, a couple of the later uh, Universal Soldier movies are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um. That's true. I went and saw Universal Soldier: The Return in the theater. I, I saw the first one in the theater. That too. Return's not good. I uh, thought it was fun. I I think it's <laughs> I mean, fun it's too. Stupid. Yeah, but, but <laughs> the the later two like that were directed by um the who's oh man who did like Time Cop? He did like a bunch of uh fan uh, like a bunch of uh fucking Van Damme movies. Um, his son went on to direct a couple of uh. Universal Soldier movies, and he like upped the game on them. Nice. I f- I feel like I watched them. If they had Van Damme in them, I feel like I saw them. Um, they brought back Dolph Lundgren. They were like the like regeneration and Day of Reckoning. Yeah. And Day of Reckoning turns Van Damme into like the villain almost. Yeah. I and he becomes those. like a Marlon Brando, uh, Apocalypse oh. Now type of guy. Is it Peter Hyams' son? Yes, okay. yes, Peter Hyams. Yeah, that's a Universal Soldier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they they like really <laughs> upped the violence in them, and like to the point where you're just like, <laughs> through a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but they're fun. Like they're interesting at least, yeah. and they're trying to do something with you know, with a pretty dumb property. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, but so a really dumb property. Sheldon Ledich also wrote the movie that came out recently, Max, like the dog movie. Okay. Um, in 2015. Yeah. Um, so he's like, you know, he's a, he worked for a long time. Is he dead? Um, no, I don't think he's dead. Uh, I don't. He's just dead to me. But he's old, dog I, movie. I, I mean, he's pretty guy. old. <laughs> okay. Like he's yeah. in his 80s now. Okay, that's uh, reasonable. To so movies. Yeah. yeah, he's. I think he's probably retired. But he. Are you hearing me, Clint? Do you hear me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but he, you don't want Cry Macho too. I do. I do. I think it was cool. I like. I watched it. It's called The Mule, and it's great. <laughs> I like people I that um have long careers where it just mm-hmm. seems like they're willing to like just do whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he was right. Kept writing. Kept directing. Kept yeah. producing. But he. I mean, he didn't direct a ton of stuff. But like he did direct yeah, here and there. He's, but he's in it. Yeah. He just worked. Yeah. You know. And I. I always appreciate I that, that. Yeah. kind of career it's yeah. it, it's just cool and interesting and you might not be like putting out like oscar worthy movies but he's still out there like doing it you know what i mean I that's mean, cool I uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'd give this some awards um, this 
It yeah. got nominated for a couple of things, didn't it? Not, so then, I mean, Van Damme would cancel out his own nomination because I'd nominated him twice. Right. Um, so and then who? And then you're going to split the vote. Split the vote. He's not going <laughs> to win it. Would have been worthless. Uh, he he might win best screenplay. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe. Jesus by, by far the worst part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just barely strung together <laughs> explanations for why what one scene leads to the I next. I love the part where he keeps delivering um, Explodo Cognac. Yeah. Yes. I was about to get so there because that's the next part of the plot. So then, Well, no. It, is that the next part? I thought the next part was the the in, the attack on the... Um, they explode that it big place first. Yeah. It goes boat, explodo, yeah. beat, uh, <laughs> compound, like on the beach, and then Final, Final fight. fight. Yeah. Well, no, there's another fight. There's a, there's a, uh, they infiltrate the, or is it? Oh, it is that same. I, I just paused that's it. That's the ex- right. I paused it. That's, that's right. the explodo scene. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that one's pretty brief, but then there's also like the, the chase, then like when Al or Chad has to go rescue the girl. There's right. that. There's, that. That's that, the there's like that thing, chase, yeah. like that yeah. foot chase scene, which is pretty fun. Yeah. Like all mm-hmm. the action in this movie. Yeah. It's it, all just excuses for the action. Yeah. It's like they are fun. Except that's my. Are, am I allowed to complain yet? Or is, are we no. just Fine. Well, I mean, <sighs> we the audience is such a buzzkill. Have <laughs> been introduced <laughs> to uh, American audiences have been introduced to Jackie Chan movies by now, right? Like mm-hmm. Jackie Chan is contemporary. Not, no, I mean yes. not. I mean, I didn't know about Jackie Chan. Either. Okay, I didn't know I about didn't Jackie either. Chan till Rumble in the Bronx. I didn't either. That's I couldn't remember. I no, that was a few years later, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. like late nineties, ninety six or so, right? And it's been a while maybe. since like Bruce Lee. I, I'm my problem is the action are so they're so brief and they're clearly just like set up for one move, and then do the next move like a new setup for the next move. There's no just fights happening with like a, a camera and the like wide shot watching them fight for a while. It's like come right. in, spin kick, cut. Cut. Yeah. yeah. Then move, new new position, punch, cut. Like they're yeah. not even like putting together, editing together from a bunch of different viewpoints of the mm-hmm. same fight. They're like breaking the fight down into one kick at a time. And I that's frustrating to me. But that's hmm. kind of with the exception of Bruce Lee movies and Jackie Chan movies and maybe other like that's what I mean like, uh, like I Eastern, feel like there's a Eastern reason martial arts movies American movies never really did that and that's yeah. frustrating to me I and it's only really like nowadays that up. <laughs> I do you prefer to watch a movie that's clearly not showing the action in, cons- in- I find that most of the time they, they do too much and it's not it's confusing and not I, fun to watch but he, it's, it's never more gratifying to have it's always more gratifying to have a wide shot seeing everything happen. It's much more gratifying than watching it close up with one thing. I agree, but that was not the norm at all. Okay. Around but the time this movie came. Me. That's even like, even in American movies, that's kind of a that's new not true. thing. Steven Seagal fight sequences were continuous. They would be like 40 seconds. And then like the fight would be a five minute fight. It, broken up into 30 40 second shot but that's part of what he was doing is he had but a that, bunch what of what i'm a, saying like, is that wasn't the norm okay but yeah. i can appreciate that's an exception that that's, to the rule so but the action better. in this movie i don't feel like is doing anything like egregiously it's not breaking it sure but yeah 
It's I, not like a. T- it's, it's not like Taken Three where there's like just Liam oh Neeson God. like jumping. Have you guys seen that video where it like does? Uh, there's like a counter at the bottom, and it's just a quick scene of Liam Neeson's character going and like hopping over a fence, <laughs> and how many cuts there are <laughs> between it between him yeah. like running down the alley right. and hopping over the fence, and it's just like ding 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 yeah, ding yeah, ding yeah, ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's just bonkers. So that's I don't. I, I guess. What, I guess I what, just like the speed of things more because this is when I liked action movies more. I'm with and, you. Uh, I, I and guess. That's okay. I, I, I feel like it, I understand it detracts what from his actual ability. It makes me question if he was ever actually any good at it. I know he was. I know he was an actual kickboxing. Oh, yeah. He has a great champion. record, too. Right. Yeah. So, and he's got his fingers all in this. It's surprising to me that he's not trying to give himself a, a more, a, a way to really showcase what he can do. And he's just. Using it to just do a big kick, one kick, and right. then just move to the next thing. Like I, I it feels I, like I a would weird say thing that, to do. Yeah, I, I like the action in the movie, but I wouldn't say it's like stand it's riveting. Like, <laughs> I, like well, I would be like the action. Well, it also feels <laughs> clear so to me well that he's more made. interested in being a gun guy. Like he mm. it fetishizes the guns and just like gets into it. And there's a long, there's a long of periods of like showing him his skills with. The I was guns. trying to watch this in bed with, while Jinx was it's sleeping the other night and it was on max and uh, the dialogue was so quiet. And yeah. Like, bah, 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 bah. yeah. And I'd be like, I'm fucking sorry. I got to turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> this, this movie seemed really inspired whether it was or not. It almost seemed like they were trying to do like some John Woo stuff. Oh yeah, the like double, like, yeah, he's rolling and the because yeah. which is pr- probably the funniest scene in the movie. Oh my god, he's rolling so, so slow. slow. Why <laughs> right? didn't they speed that up? <laughs> right. I mean, it would have been perfectly simple to just like for two or yeah. like <laughs> ten frames speed it up. Both Alex and Chad. Chad or Alex, maybe we can appreciate as a gun guy. Yeah. Alex presumably has never seen a gun in real life no, until he got, got him swapped it's chad that's barely sorry seen yeah, yeah, yeah chad is barely in but he knows how to use them that's what i'm saying right away yeah. right away oh he is like perfectly good <laughs> at it in. and both of them are dead eye like they never yeah. miss sure every well, oh, time they fire well, this, is exceptional humans. This, this is funny because uh <laughs> on that note with the guns on um like the trivia or like goofs on IMDb, there's this fun note that I I also kind of noticed, but I didn't count. But during the first shootout, Alex fires sixty rounds oh, yeah. from two ten round Berettas without reloading. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I noted. I mean, I had no idea how many, but I'm right. like, that is well past reload time. Oh, yeah. It's He's just so constantly. Funny. That's hilarious. Just bam, 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 um, yeah, bam, it's bam, the best. Bam, bam. And like, there is something about move like action movies from this time that I find so charming where they just yeah. like did not give a shit about yeah. anything like that. Yeah. About, yeah. And like you can get like if, as long as you're a protagonist, you can get like maimed, shot, stabbed, oh, yeah. fall off like a fucking building, mm-hmm. yeah, nothing land like in a dumpster and you're just like, ah, ah walk oh, it off. Yeah. Like, come on. Goss me up and yeah. I'll be fine. Goss me <laughs> up. Or Martin Cove in, uh, in Steel Justice taking that uh, like frying pan off the buffet table and cauterizing his yeah, wound right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do that. <laughs> Great. He's fine. Yeah. Just keep on moving. Yeah. No, once uh, you cauterize, everything's good, bro. Yeah, it's good. You can, you can I, lose a hand and just cauterize the end of it. You're going to be good to go yeah, for the rest of the battle. Wrap something around it. I go. appreciate modern movies like <laughs> kind of veering away from that aesthetic. Like it makes mm-hmm. sense to try and like Make it more realistic. Try and make yeah, it more like, technically. Would... Like I feel like that yeah. makes sense. And sometimes when the, like, that's done, 
well i really appreciate it like when we were talking about like blue ruin earlier like that's a movie that does stuff with like guns really well and makes it like realistic where like if you get shot in blue ruin it fucking sucks (laughs) you know what i I appreciate it anytime they point out like just how fucking horrifying it would be to have a gun introduced to anything you're doing like but that's a serious minded uh not an action right that's what i mean but (laughs) like so or jcvd for that matter Right. Like, JCVD is a great example yeah, also yeah. with the, the but in these 90s and 80s action movies it is fun to go back and watch them and just appreciate them for so what they are because they're all preposterous yeah, they're all goofy yeah. as hell no attempt to have anything yeah. anything close to just reality it's right. just inane yeah. that's why I like them me too sure. yeah. yeah it's fun yeah. it's just like oh, yeah, goofy it is. And I, fun. I had because so much fun I feel like movie. action movies now try to be so realistic in their so action serious, but yeah. they're so not in what they are yeah but I'm like it just sucks the fun out of it for me I'm I like, yeah, yeah I feel like you gotta do a really really bang up job to get past that yeah yeah yeah, I don't want like But I also don't want to return to this kind of movie by any No, you stretch. can't make them anymore. When I don't want I mean, them to I don't, I don't want can. them to come back. I don't I don't like it. I don't like the nonchalance with which guns and just heavy artillery are yeah. treated as though it's just and just I mean, the world is so it's the different. same thing. It's like I'm, I, I love those movies from that time because they're from that time. Like right. I was in that sweet spot. I was a kid. Oh, I loved yeah, them, you know. And so I love those movies. Like I don't, yeah, I don't Raw want deal. them to make them now. No. They do the same thing with like uh, you know horror movies and stuff when they try to do kind of throwback stuff. And most of the time, it's like, yeah, like that's not what is good about it. You're missing it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, you're not back then. It's not working. <laughs> but then but then every once in a while they will someone will do kind of like a throwback type of thing and it really think, works. I'm trying like, to think of an sometimes. action though. Like do, I really liked it follows. Like it follows was a pretty good kind of like throwbacky horror, horror, movie. Horror, but what about action? I mean, I there's not really a a way to do the throwback in the action, is there? You gotta make it funny. Yeah. You gotta make yeah, it like gotta a be comedy. A farce. Yeah, like, yeah, like that's what MacGruber is. MacGruber is oh, like a, point. a, a yeah, you're parody right. I'm of thinking the, of this series of action movies. Exactly yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of, of a, a horror movie analog of being able to re-embrace what is still quality about. I don't know. I I feel like there were a couple over the years that kind of because me and my friend Jeff wrote a movie in the like late '90s mm-hmm. that was we were like we want to write an '80s horror movie. Like, okay. it, I don't want it. And it's going to be fucking hilarious, but I want it to be hilarious like those movies. I yeah, don't want no, you to really yeah. sniff it out. Right. I want it to be dumb like that. Yeah. And so we did that. And then it kind of started happening in real life. They started kind of trying to do that later. But um, there were times when, like, uh, they were, people would do kind of callback movies. Like Ty West's uh, House of the Devil was one that yeah. I actually liked. Yeah. But even that one, I'm like, it's not really, it feels like a movie that could have been made back then, but it wasn't doing the thing I was thinking about, right. you know, it was more serious minded, even though it was <laughs> what it was. Yeah. Um, it was try- trying to like emulate yeah. a, a more serious type of movie already anyway. Yeah. You know and what I, I mean? And I don't feel anyone really ever did like an 80s slasher straight up again. It was always with a wink. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. Couldn't that's do true. it anymore. After Scream, he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. They tried. They've tried, and that's yeah. They've tried, and it's not well. But and I it's think never been that good. I think <laughs> you're you're hitting it on the head. But like horror and comedy, you have an opportunity to because they're just 
I don't know something yeah. about action. You just there's no way you could go back. We're we're trained to see it, and I guess that's what you guys are telling me is I'm looking at it with today's eyes and and struggling with that part of it. I, I don't know. And I think there was a definitely like I feel like back then, especially because a lot of these were aimed at kids, kind mm. of yeah, and and they were like really True. uncomplicated. Oh mm-hmm. my God. The world felt uncomplicated in these movies. Good guys versus bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. And so, like, we're just we're more and jaded the plot, now. The plot makes can't... no sense, and it doesn't matter because yeah. we don't care. Yeah, we can barely comprehend. We don't yeah. know what any of this means. We just want to see people kick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're just trying to. We're actually just studying the movie so we can find out new ways to kick in our bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, <True. laughs> that's true. How can I more effectively kick my pillows? <laughs> yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's all it was. Yeah. That's all. All these movies were were just like for kids to like be like, I'm gonna learn new kicks today. Yeah, <laughs> boy, yeah. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, the action for me in these movies, I like. I don't need them to be realistic. I don't need no. the action or the, even the fight scenes to be good. I don't need them. No. I need them to be fun <laughs> and I need them to I, be I agree. Yeah. I just feel like they're not as fun because of the the way that they're they're filmed like that. But yeah, I mean okay. I, I'm fully clouded by nostalgia. I yeah, get yeah. it. Like oh, yeah. I, when I watch a movie like this or like Cobra or something like that, like mm-hmm. it instantly takes me back to the movies that I loved watching when I was a kid, <laughs> sure. which is like Van Damme Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, movies. Like yeah, those yeah. were my fucking jam. Yeah. Like those movies are the things that made me fall in love with watching movies. Sure. You know what I mean? Like sure. whenever I would watch those movies, I'd be like, oh my God, I want to know like everything about this movie. And I want to know like who made this. And mm-hmm. I want to watch everything else that they've ever made. Sure. And yep. I don't know without that enthusiasm, if I would have had the enthusiasm that I enthusiasm that I have now today for all sorts of different types of movies. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. So it's fully clouded by nostalgia Oh yeah. and double impact is for sure. Like a movie that really, <laughs> I really <laughs> love when I was a kid. <laughs> and it's not, I don't yeah. know that it's the best Van Damme movie. It's definitely got the most Van Damme in it. Sure. Um, <laughs> I think there's other ones that are better. I think there's other ones that are, th- but I think this one really captures a lot of what makes a Van Damme movie fun. Sure. You mm-hmm. know, and yeah. it's like got the gratuitous sex scene, yeah. a lot of splits, a lot of, splits. A lot of like r- uh, spin kicks. Fine, fine ass. You got a lot of like weird <laughs> one-liners that don't really make sense. Yeah. Like what? Sense. What's this supposed to do? So Make good. my dick bigger? <laughs> oh why would you God. say that? I don't know. Uh, why don't you take your silk underwear and go back to Disneyland? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> and you also have Van Damme saying, "Come on!" <laughs> <laughs> like you need him yeah. to say that in every uh-huh. single man. That's like his "I'll be back." He's just going, "Come on, come on!" <laughs> oh my God, uh, I mean, it's yeah, it's good. It's, it's a good one. It's good. Yeah, it's it a is good, a good one. Good movie. It's like so coke fueled, and you know it. Yeah, like you the co- you almost taste the cocaine right. as you're watching the movie. It's yeah. like palpable how much cocaine there was during this movie. Oh my god! Like everyone was on coke. You know what I mean? Like ninety one, all these like I think that's why he's playing two parts so he can do twice as much cocaine. Oh yeah, because yes. he, he's two two parts, he's two guys, two double the money. He's like, I get to be, I get to have two noses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this cocaine as Chad, <laughs> and I'm doing this cocaine as Alex. 
Move it back and forth. He's Van Dam probably has my favorite accent of like between him and Schwarzenegger and uh, Stallone. He's got my favorite accent. I think. Like I love Schwarzenegger and I love yeah Stallone's accents. They're a lot of fun to do. Uh-huh. Like uh, uh, I'm Rocky and like oh god damn it! But Van Dam's is my favorite blooper. <laughs> of all time. Van Dam's is funny because it's uh you almost it's almost like not as like you can imitate it, but there's certain things that he like the way he says Alex. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like he says his E's as eyes. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> Don't you take your pig stick and your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Take it, take it, take it your black silk underwear and go back to Disneyland. <laughs> Um, I love it. By it's the way, great. On, on I mean, John, it's uh, one of the great movies. On it's one of it's in, I think, great. volume two of Roger Ebert's The Great Movie series. <laughs> um, I would. De- let, let, we got to talk about like the the sing the double, double of it. Of it. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, before yeah. we wrap this up, um, I feel like Van Damme. I feel like they do. They use the doubleness well, so much. Yeah, and they use it. A they lot. even use it as part of the plot, and mm-hmm. it makes no sense how they apply right. it. But it's mm-hmm. it's integral. They they have integral. great interactions. Yeah, they um, do. They fight, the, they, which is that, actually that, impressive. Yeah, it's pretty the, good. The way they film that is, is good. Like they obviously just gave the his double. His double like, is extra. it's a good double. They're yeah. back. Like yeah. the what the doubles back looks yeah. a lot like Van Damme's back. Yeah, well, it's his stunt double. Right. They just right. put them on. Sure. Camera. But like you wouldn't necessarily think that the stunt double would have like a similar bot like complexion and stuff like that. You know, when you're back. watching Terminator 2 and they it comes flying off on that motorcycle and you're like, that's Schwarzenegger's stunt double. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This doesn't have that many. You know, it's not as it's not as obvious here. Um, you're like, it's pretty good. My it's one pretty well integrated. My one knock on like the double of it is that like they don't have any. And it would be probably be so hard to film that I understand why they wouldn't do it, but he didn't uh, have them fuck each other. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was going to say you would think that the fight against Bolo young would be both of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? More fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of in my memory. That's what it was. Is that like Chad is fighting Bolo at the end. And then Alex comes in at the last second to like, Right. help him out and then they both like get their kicks in together yeah. kind of like um i was like in the raid mm-hmm. when like the two brothers like team up against mad dog yeah like that's such an epic fight yeah where yeah, i yeah. was kind of thinking mm-hmm. they were going to do something like that where it was like the two brothers no, versus no, bola but they didn't now, alex alex just has to go drop a, a shipping that's where on griffin you got that wrong again that was chad that was that was chad that was i thought chad, chad was fighting bola no, I, Chad was fighting Bolo, and then Alex fights Kara, Kara, the Cara. one, the and then the bodybuilder woman. But then that's all that Chad fights. Chad fights, or that's Bol- all Alex fights. No, he does Zang. He lets. Oh, he, Zang! That's right. I yeah. forgot about Zang. Okay, yeah, yeah. He yeah. has the cool. Because I thought so. I was like, I thought that was Alex, but then what did Chad do? Or shit, I thought that was Chad, but what did Alex? Oh my do? god, you are so confused. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so hard. It's you so hard. cannot, keep... dude. One has slicked back hair. Yeah. What do you not get? This movie's a little too complicated. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> to it me, all makes perfect sense to me. I, but uh-huh. my problem is, I feel like. No 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 no, 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 You're so wrong about but that's that. that's what's going on in my head. Chad's a giga Chad. Yeah. I understand, but in my head. 
Alex is not. I wouldn't say Alex is an Alex. No, Chad's he's... a Chad. Alex is more of like a. Yeah, maybe that's a Donnie. Alex just doesn't fit. Donnie? Yeah, maybe a Donnie. I think it should have just Donnie. been Chuck and Chad. Chuck. I hate you <laughs> so much. Because he really, he really looks you like think a Chuck a to Simon? Me. He looks like a Chuck. I think that the, the them uh, not fighting uh, Bolo together is where Van Damme's ego uh, stops. Like That's where he's like, okay. No, I I'll think get it's... beat up, but it doesn't take two of me. No, <laughs> I think it's entirely... <laughs> I think it's entirely functional. There's just that would be too hard to film. I think it would. I, yeah. yeah, I don't know that Van Damme's ego is that vain, that. especially because yeah. it would be like. I mean, only ah. in the sense that like it would be like the more the better, like the more of me the better. That's true. You know what That's I mean? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. if there's two Van Dams oh. kicking one guy's ass? Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. hot. <laughs> yeah. More of my butt, and one of me has no pants on. <laughs> And so all the women can see my butt. Yeah, so. that's how we'll distinguish. Huh? I'll have no pants on. Alex has no pants. Chad has no shirt. Butts in seats. <laughs> butts on screen. Butts, butts in, in seats. seats. <laughs> More cocaine, please. Uh, may I have more cocaine now? <laughs> Please. Um, this is my daily idea. Give me my cooking. But I like that both brothers have like a big bad to fight. Like that's yeah. fun. Like that Chad has Bolo and Alex has Kara. And since Alex is not as like martial arts guy, like his fight is not as like yeah, yeah, martial yeah. arts yeah. heavy. You know what I mean? Sure. And I like that. Whereas like. Yeah, he just stabs her. He winds up taking her knife and stabbing her. He, and they have like a little bit of a scuffle. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But that's you know, how he disposes of her. I really love the moment when they, when Alex seems to like have reckoned, accepted Chad as like his brother and put aside his jealousy or like his um, insecurities. And after the fight with Kara, where he's like, uh, uh, Chad, take care of Frank, <laughs> take care of Frank and Daniela. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, huh, like smiles and is like, yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. Thanks for trusting me with this. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Like the little pause yeah. between take care of Frank and Daniela. <laughs> I trust you now, brother. It's so like, funny. Take care of her? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Bang her on the That's thing. all it ever means yeah. in our world. It's a, I think this is a Fuck. I feel Fuck. like this movie handles this series, the category of this series of like mm. seeing double. Really Real, well, really well. Yeah. Like really well. both the doubles are distinct enough that mm -hmm. they seem like they were are different people, different characters. Yep. Um, One doesn't shave and smokes a cigar. He has a cigar all the and time. Always, always smoking so a cigar. So slicked back. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Van Damme does a good enough job mm -hmm. portraying that they're different. That, right? That's like, what I yeah. said. I know. It's true. He, I'm just reiterating. Like yeah. he does a good enough job at it. Like he's a brilliant actor. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. Uh, honestly, like in JCVD, he's a good actor. Yeah, he is. He's a good I, actor. I cried in that movie. Yeah. Watching that movie, <laughs> I got teared up. Okay, I didn't cry. He's a good actor in that movie, huh. and it's it, it's kind of insane that nobody people didn't see that, and then try and do more with him. In you yeah. know what I mean? Cause, yeah. Especially because around the time that movie came out, it was a, a hot move because of like the wrestler. Mm -hmm. To get somebody who was kind of like a washed up 
80s yeah, star someone who yeah. hadn't done anything in a while and give them something good to do and yeah. like kind of give them like a career resurgence but nothing i mean van damme still works but didn't, he's still doing just didn't he get added to the expendables after that yeah he was the villain in the second one and he was awesome he's great yeah okay. that's the best expendables movie by far jean villan is his character's name <laughs> okay i mean <laughs> he did a string of movies after that it was just that they weren't you know like high profile that's, really but they were they were kind of cool like he was doing a bunch of really enjoyable movies at least I, I i watched a few movies that he'd done like in later years and even some of his like he did a movie with tom everett scott from that thing you do yeah um mm-hmm. where he was like the villain and tom everett scott and orlando jones were like what was that called i think was it was that... called enemies closer enemies closer yeah yeah that one was fun i watched uh, that yeah. it was all right and welcome to the jungle was welcome fun. to the jungle was really funny he was really funny in that these things and I didn't watch his Amazon series, but it's that great. Amazon yeah. series was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was the jo- it's kind of a, the joke kind of wears out its welcome after a few episodes. Right. Like it obviously it should have been made as like a movie. Yeah. 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 Um, and just like as a funny comedy movie and yeah. it would have been yeah, a it, lot better. Yeah, it had I a, wish it, they it, would it could take just... that note. With Cause that, that like pi- that, that Schwarzenegger foobar. Epi- yeah. Like I haven't tried it yet. I tried. I watched the trailer and I was like, that should be, that looks like a, you know, a fun hour and a half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's about it. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like Van Damme does a, a good enough job in this, like p- characterizing the two different brothers. Like yeah. it's pretty good. Agreed. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The action that he uh, is specific to the, the brothers I think is clever. Like the fact yeah, that my they, only, my only criticism would be like, they should have had um, Chad be more ineffectual with the guns, right? Like he's, He's a better fighter. He's more karate guy. Yeah. Have him be like yeah. less efficient, like struggle to like reload or, or well, like, like miss a bunch. Like McGruber when he's like, yeah. because I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> That's the best movie. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, have, something like that would be good. Also having like a real moment of them like coming to understand each other seems like yeah, a missed of, thing yeah, where it's, like it's just, you're, you're supposed to do that in a movie like this, like in like yeah. the parent trap or like we were raised well, on different sides of the earth es- and we got to come together and put aside our differences. Especially and then, the, the parent trap especially the, Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> well, especially the, the animosity. <laughs> no, as the kids. <laughs> we got to get the parents back together. <laughs> oh Jesus! Hey, bu- hey buddy, that scared me. <laughs> okay, so double impact. Do we have any final thoughts hey, on double games. impact? Uh, uh, um, I think it should have swept the Oscars. <laughs> I think it's probably mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, best mm-hmm. movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the best example of an actor acting with himself that we've seen so far in this series. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Um, Fully agree. What do we have next? Multiplicity. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh boy. After, honestly, um, after watching Double Impact, I was like, I'm actually feeling pretty good about my chances. Yeah, <laughs> I was too. I was like, this is pretty spot on. This is some good shit right here. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling pretty confident that I'm gonna this give you a run. Has, I'm gonna give you a run for your money. Just hold off for next week until chance. next week. Just hold yeah. off for next. week. I'm just saying. I'm I, I'm not feeling. What else do I have? I'm not about feeling too intimidated. Although yeah. this movie, this definitely stands a, a good chance. Yeah, 
I no, I, you know that. that and I liked ending, your movie too. It's just not as good on this cat. I understand. Right. I get it, man. Exactly. Just yeah. that ending, yeah. When he like, because oh, they they, oh. they they dispense with Zang and Griffin when he throws up his white supremacist symbol. And, yeah, and we see <laughs> Frank comes stumbling out. Like they they don't they kidnap Frank and Danielle, and they don't they tell them that they killed Frank, and they don't not kill Frank for no reason. I mean, man. if they're they're bad guys, they should just kill Frank. Frank That's just such keeps a... not getting killed. I thought he was going to get killed at the beginning when he got shot. Yes, saving the baby. Yeah, he gets shot, shot in the, the shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. It's that like, is such a movie thing for the villains to do like the fake out kill. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it like make... such a trope because it's like, what, why? What? Yeah. Per, what reason do you have yeah. for not killing him? You still have one hostage. Yeah. You and... still have all the leverage. Right. Per, I mean, presume obviously yeah. they yeah. don't because it's Van Dam, so he's always going to have the most leverage. Yeah. <laughs> but why not kill Frank? It's preposterous yeah. that he survives the movie. But yeah. of course, I do love this sound effect as the movie is ending. <laughs> Someone just the hammering, okay. hammering the typewriter. Yeah, and this song is awesome. Yeah, will you put this song uh, in the uh, in the end of our podcast? I forgot to look. What is the name of what the is song? It? Is it's it? Like, a, is it? A, a that's the name of the show. It's a. Do rap. they ever say double impact in the song? It's oh. a. It's a double impact rap. God, I hope they do. You it's, guys are expecting me to know way more than oh, I would oh, ever be willing the, to. Give look. us the deets, babe. <laughs> give us the deets. Uh, I think it's called Feel the Impact. Woo, um, the double who's impact. Who's it by? Who, who fucking who produced that? That sounds, that's some fucking well, dynamite Well, all stuff. music, the score was produced by yeah, Arthur but Kemple. A, but this is a soundtrack. Um, well, this, it didn't have like, an, uh, there's not a lot of songs. It doesn't really have a soundtrack. It has like Wait, a score and then song. one song. So I assume he maybe made it or got somebody oh, else to make it. It doesn't say anything else about that song? Okay. Feel the yeah. Impact. I, it definitely reeks of someone just putting together some air quotes rap music and like Casio keyboard level producing it. That's a song by Arthur Kemple. Who's um, the the composer? Okay. The rap is? Mhm. Oh boy. I mean, he, I don't I don't think he rapped it. Maybe he did. <laughs> oh man. Um, it's a cool song. It's a great song. I love it. It's perfect. Uh, remind, <laughs> it's perfect. I, I feel like it should have. It could have been in like a Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, um, for it's sure. Definitely a Ninja Turtles um, level song. But yeah, I I love Ninja, this movie. Ninja I, rap. I'm glad that we finally got to talk about Jean Claude on this sure, podcast. Sure. It's but been what a long about time the, coming? What about the like the the, the st- stats, baby? Oh, this movie oh. made some money. Yeah. What did it, what did it cost? Van Damme movies made money. Sure. Back in the That's day. That's why he made so many of them yeah. back in the day. So this movie was made on a budget of $16 million and made $30 million. Okay. I was going to guess 12 but Okay. So, yeah. I, I mean, and for, you know, a movie like this, that's a pretty good turnaround. You sure. know what I mean? Like, that's a pretty good. I, yeah. It's trash. So. Yeah. And these were, like, kind of like the equivalent. For these were, like, because this is a studio movie and they're Columbia Pictures yeah and they they kind of brought him out of the you know exploitation <laughs> banners came off a of canon sure mm-hmm. and it's the same thing they did with like Friday the 13th where yeah. it was like we can pound these out real cheap and yeah just I mean it was filmed basically entirely in Hong Kong I imagine it didn't cost yeah. fuck all the pay to yeah it, uh, his movies made money and even like I think the first it cost one cost a million and um, 11 more million in cocaine <laughs> <laughs> I think it wasn't even until cost two 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 thousand eight hundred seventy one dollars. Um, 
after I think I was looking and I think double team was like the first one where it was like, uh Oh, like as far as money goes, where yeah. it like oh, was made Rodman. for 30 million and made 48 million. Yeah. And like, but all, almost all the ones before that, that I looked at, they got my money. Um, made like the one before that was maximum risk and that made 20 was made for 25 and made 51 i don't even remember uh i mean the quest was one and i don't know what the budget was for that but sudden death the diehard one that i love was made for 35 and made 64 like his movies made money um and but after after double team it was just like a quick drop off and then yeah none of them were like major major like big big cash he never had like his terminator you know what i mean did he even have his under siege i don't think so uh siege was a pretty huge yeah i I remember really enjoying was under siege like a huge hit though or was it like a i I mean for seagal that was the one that really that's what what i mean but i'm guessing it probably came close to like four or five right i feel like it was a big hit yeah. You should check it out. Yeah, so it was made for thirty five and made one hundred and fifty six million. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Van Damme ever made one hundred and fifty six million no. at the box office, um, or even really. The movie was so big they let him make on Deadly Ground. <laughs> the, I think his I think his biggest hit was actually Universal Soldier, mm. which mm. was made for twenty three and made ninety five. Mm. Yeah, so he didn't quite get there, but Universal Soldier was a, a big movie. Um, but yeah, I don't think any of his other movies even. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe Hard Target made a lot of money. I don't, I think, don't think it did. I think it was lost. I mean, money. made seventy four million, so it made a lot of money. But it still yeah, is not like not that. Like that. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember Under Siege being a thing for me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one hundred twenty six million is a lot more than ninety million. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. It's millions more. It's, mil- it's literally <laughs> millions more. It's like tw- tw- like it's like tens of millions more. Um. <laughs> Like like eighty million more. Did you guys know Good that Jean Claude um, was an extra in Breaking? Yes, I did. Okay, I did not. That's Moving on. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, so I think that does it for us with Double Impact. It absolutely does. I think this movie fit the category really well. Pat myself on the back a little bit. Nice work. Yeah. Good uh, job. I feel like it's but been. This ho- is the reason we did this category. It was Tucker's category. Yeah, but you were you were, you're a Machiavellian manipulator of getting this in place. <laughs> Place the idea in my yeah. head. It was an Inception type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> he went several layers deep. I mentioned <laughs> a few months back. I mentioned Double Impact passingly. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. And then Tucker was like, Oh yeah, Double Impact. And then a few yeah. months later, he's like, What if we did a series where there's doubles? What if we did a series about <laughs> double things? Yeah. <laughs> Kept offering him double double, double mint gum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, would you like double gum? Double your pleasure. Double your pleasure. <laughs> um, next week, we're going to be talking about Tucker's pick um, with multipli- multiplicity. 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 Um, and I did just want to mention to people listening that if they haven't gone back and checked out some of our other series that we've done, such as like tall building movies, mm-hmm. we did all the John Carpenter movies, like oh, at the very yeah. beginning of yeah. this, go back and check those out. Go back um, and check out the Kano shit. Are those, are those still up there? Oh yeah, they're oh, still yeah. up there. I will never take them down. Yeah. Our, <laughs> yeah. Our other podcast that we is on a different feed. We do Keanu that Tucker was a frequent guest on. Yeah. Um, this is why we can't get rid of him now. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm stuck. Just kept, just kept coming around. Uh, and then we did, did, did covered like some horror movies, Hell for the Holidays, uh, Christmas yeah. horror. 
um, we, all, we, we all done, sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. We've done what? We did yeah. Cohen Brothers. Cohen Brothers. Go back and check them out. Check them out a lot now. Of fun. Turn this um, off. Go back and check them out. You yeah. should. Just listen to all down. of them. And uh, we'll be back next time seeing some more doubles with the more many doubles. Oh, my God. <laughs> with multiplicity. Multi- yeah. Michael multi- Keaton. Doubles. Multiplicity. It was the Harold, whole city Harold Ramis, right? Harold Ramis directed yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and I can't it wait. Stars Michael Keaton's. Stars Andy Michael McDowell. Keaton. Michael and Michael Keaton. Keaton. And Michael and Keaton. Keaton. Michael Keaton. Keaton. Michael Keaton. <laughs> and Gina Davis. And Michael Keaton. <laughs> I get, that had to have been the trailer, I right? bet it is. <laughs> we should have that queued up for oh, next week. Okay, we will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can't wait. We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah. I loved that movie when it came out. It's been yeah, a long too. time since I've seen it. Um, yeah, it's been a long time for me as well. Uh, do decades. All that. Literally tens of years Yeah, <laughs> since I've seen it. Multiple decades. All right. Uh, do all that normal podcast stuff that you hear at the end of every podcast, and we'll, we'll be back next week. Until then, and cry macho, shitters. Tomorrow I'll be sober, but you will always be a f- oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not saying it. <laughs> will you put a really loud bleep in there? Thank you.